Hello, everybody, and welcome to Back to the 80s. I'm your host and creator, Vinny DePoo, and I'm here with the wonderful and talented Judge Jay Warmy. How are you today? Hey, how are you? I'm great. Thank you so much. That's awesome. I'll start off this by asking where you're from. Would you like to let the listeners know where you're from? I am from Florida, where Disney World is closed, so sadly. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> That's awesome. And how's the weather there? It's so beautiful. It's so nice. I'm sitting out all the time on our patio and just enjoying the sun. It's wonderful. So I have a few questions for you here. The first question I'd like to ask you, we can just go back and forth on the questions. Sure. Um, the first question I'd like to ask you is, do you feel as a judge it, um, how do you feel as a judge um, opposed to um, a competitor? I ask because you've, both did judging and com uh, competing. How are they different? Um, well, I definitely think there's a lot less stress as a judge because you're not on the edge of your seat every week wondering if you've done enough to stay in the competition. Um, it shouldn't be super emotional, but, you know, you're putting your, out art, your art out there and you want it to be good enough. And, you know, that's kind of like what you're feeling as a com competitor. Uh, the stressful part about being a judge, though, is the actual judging because the competitors are so amazing. And as judges, we're also subjective and we look and value different things more than others. And since we never judge the same person every time, um, it could be seen a little bit as um, inconsistent, but you know, we're doing our best and we don't want to offend anybody. Yeah, and I love, I really love judging. It's super fun to help somebody. Yeah, it definitely is. It's it's a it's a lot different than competing, but like you said, it's less stressful because you're not on the edge of your seat. You don't know if you're going to be eliminated, and you don't have to worry about that extra, you know, each week. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Okay, so my question for you, first of all, we'll start kind of light. What's your favorite movie or television show from the eighties? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, probably I'll start with television show, probably the golden girls. I just love it. Uh, even, <laughs> even till this day, I, I watch it. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's so good. I agree. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. And I love Blanche. I think Blanche is my spirit animal. I, I love her. <laughs> she's uh, so trashy. She is, but I can't help but just love her. You know, she's yeah. just so funny because she's so unapologetic about, you know, herself and she just doesn't care, you know? It's so true. I yeah. just love, I'll agree. I love the ensemble part of that whole show. Oh, yes, me too. They all work well and have great chemistry with each other. Exactly. Yeah. Um, as for movie, there's so many great movies in the 80s. I, ooh, I, let me think here for a second. Um, there's just so many great movies from the 80s. And I, I know. Just, it's unfair. I'm sorry. It is really. Mm, Oh, I just, oh, it's so difficult. I should have did some research before this. Don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I love that one, yes. Um, I'm going to have to go with like Raiders of the Lost Ark or Back to the Future. I really love those. I love Indiana Jones and Back to the Future. Good choices. Um, Solid. But probably the best of the 80s for me is E.T. I love E.T. I just thought it was an amazing movie. So I'm going to go with E.T. Loved E.T. That's awesome. It's the first movie I ever saw in the theater. 
Really? I was a baby. I was a baby. <laughs> That's awesome. I just love it. It's just such a, a great film. It really is. Yeah. So do you feel the three layer minimum is a good requirement or do you feel that it should be expanded or do you feel that we should just have single layers? Like what is your opinion on that topic? Well, I think it actually is a really good requirement because it pushes people out of their comfort zone at first. And I know that sometimes when you join a competition, um, it's already overwhelming. But when I joined Star Wars, it was only my third competition ever. And layering was not my strongest suit at all. So it kind of helped me be pushed into like the unknown of what this was. Um, and, you know, as the competition continued, you expanded the requirements. And it makes sense because you got to grow with a competition or you're not going to make it. Same as real life. Oh, yeah, definitely. And just to throw this out there for the listeners and the competitors, the requirement is going to change in week four at the halfway point the requirement is going to be six layers instead of three because i feel like three weeks of you know learning and practicing i feel like that's adequate enough time and plus we need to up the ante with the layers especially if the competitors want to make it to the finale because you cannot you cannot make it to the finale with just three layers i'm telling you right now we got to see more from the competitors and like you said it, it gives them something to work on and something to improve on and step outside of the box because they're so accustomed to just doing one layer but when they have you know the requirement of the extra layers it's kind of forcing them to just step outside of the box and experiment with something that they may not be familiar with doing exactly and it's so early in the competition that this is the time you really want to explore and just try things out because there's a good chance you're still going to be in it even if you're doing a great job with what you're doing yes exactly all right so my question for you kind of goes along the same lines um it's really hard to pick a song sometimes because the lists are so big and there's so many good songs and <laughs> yeah. you're like, oh, I really love this one, but the bridge is like so out of my range. So what's your best advice on which song you should pick? My advice personally would be to, to pick a song that you're comfortable with, that you know, that you connect with, because it's better to pick a song that you have an emotional connection with or a, a song that speaks to you rather than just picking a song that you know just to just to make it easier on yourself. It's better just to, you know, pick a song that you connect with and and even if you fear that you may not be able to reach the range that that song um, has you can still go down an octave lower on the higher parts and still nail it like I am able to do this because like when I sing Celine Dion or Mariah I could never go as high as them but I love to sing them because I love their music but mm -hmm. I sing in a lower octave because I'm a male and females can sing higher than males if, as far as octaves and whatnot so um, it's really important to not you know, try to duplicate every little thing that the singers do because you're going to put um, a lot of strain on your voice and, and ruin your vo your vocal cords. So that's really important to sing in a comfortable key that you're comfortable with doing. So that would be my advice for the competitors. Strong advice. Thank you so much. Yeah. No problem. Uh, my next question for you is, what are your thoughts um, on the judges' challenges and the other side challenges? Do you like them? Do you not like them? <laughs> I absolutely love them because they're so creative and 
both of the previous competitions I was in did nothing like that at all. I never even heard about it. So in the Star Wars, um, I won some stickers and I was like super elated. And I'm like, me, I actually won something. And so it makes you feel good because, you know, with 250 people, the odds are we're not going to win the competition. But like if you can be showcased by doing something, by doing these side challenges, it gives lots of ways for people to be showcased and just, oh, you did a great job. Thank you. You're my favorite um, duet this week. So it's really kind of cool. It's amazing. It's morale boosting. That's kind of why we do this anyway. Yeah, exactly. And that's why I do the sticker giveaways, because I know that it's impossible for everybody to win and it's impossible for everybody to make it to the finals. So I would like them to have like a little souvenir or a memento to remember the competition by, you know, that's always a good thing. So cool. We really appreciate that. Oh, no problem. It's my pleasure. I love doing it. All right. So my question, Uh, the hardest part for me, what I was saying earlier, was layering. So because it's truly an art form and it's a process so is there a book that you wrote maybe called how to layer for dummies or um do you have any technical advice on how we can do this the most effectively (laughs) oh that's a great question um i have never really like read a guidebook on the subject i have kind of just uh listened to other people's entries and how they layer and try to kind of implement what they're doing like what i do usually when i start my song is i sing um the choruses first and then the verses second and then um i try to add some harmonies and ad-libs in there um and and just try my best to do as best as i can because even i am not a master at layering i'm not that great at it i mean i can do it if i'm in a competition that calls for it but as far as like being like a grand master at it i am not so my advice to the listeners would be just to you know maybe go on smule locate some solos that someone has done and just listen closely to what they're doing Mm. and it's and it's not it's it's also a great thing to take advantage of the mentors in the coaching room because they know what they're doing they they know what they're talking about because a lot of these mentors and coaches have been in previous competitions and they didn't know the first thing about layering but as the weeks went on they became pro- progressively more comfortable with it and are able to do it now and, and they're not fearful of doing it they'll do it if it calls for it so i think it's really important to take advantage of those coaches and mentors that are in the room because that's what they're there for This is so true. Really good advice. Yeah, thank you so much for the question. Um, What is one competition you are looking forward to? Because I know that (laughs) I know what your answer is going to be already. (laughs) I I already know. (laughs) Yes, I do. So go ahead. it's, (laughs) It's so hard to pick just one, but you know how I feel about Disney. So I know that you said the Disney comp was coming up, and I feel like I'm obsessed with Disney already. We've already established that. And I knew you knew that. <laughs> oh, yeah. But... I know that you're I know you're obsessed with Disney. I know it. Like, because I remember when you wanted a badge in the Star Wars, you had a picture with Daisy Duck or Minnie Mouse or someone, some character from Disneyland. And I was like, Daisy I Duck. know it was Daisy <laughs> Duck. See, my memory's not that bad. I'm not that old yet. <laughs> oh, but yes. I knew right from me seeing that. Like you like a picture is really worth a thousand words. And really, when you see a picture you can tell a lot about a person and when i saw that picture i knew that you were all about the disney <laughs> it's it's so true like i just feel like my voice is really strong suited like in the musical theater and disney's all about like musical theater and theatrics and 
and I just love it anyway. So like, like we were saying earlier, picking things that you really are passionate about, like that's going to help you go much farther. So I'm so excited for that one. But don't get me wrong, the 90s, I'm, that's when I like grew my taste for music. So I'm so excited about that. I cannot wait for everything that you're doing. Oh, thank you so much. And um, just to put this out there, you you have an incredible voice. I love your tone. And I just, I love the sound of your voice. You have a really great tone and, and you're capable of staying on pitch and great with timing. That's really important. And I just, I love your voice. And you got to week five. You got to the semifinals in Star Wars, if I remember correctly. Yes. Which is a huge accomplishment. Um, I think that is wonderful. And you did great. And I was really, really impressed by what you delivered in that comp. And like you said, you are all about like, you know, show tunes and that fits your voice more. And I agree with that. I feel like you're really going to excel in the Disney comp. So I wish you the best of luck on that. And I'm looking forward to judging you. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. I appreciate all the compliments. Oh, you're like very welcome. Something amazing about you. You're just so kind. Oh, well, that's the only way to be in the world, in my opinion. <laughs> this is true. That is so true. Yeah. All right. This is my most important question of the day. So here it is. Hot pants or leg warmers and why? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. It, you're, you're probably going to be like, you're probably going to think I'm crazy. But what the hell are hot pants? I know of leg warmers, but what are hot pants? Are you serious? <laughs> yes! <laughs> okay, you got to Google that later. But um, basically, they're like super hot. Well, I mean, sorry, not super hot. Well, I guess they could be hot. Super tight, um, like basically underwear. Um, like little spandex shorts. I just looked them up, and I'm going to go with leg warmers. <laughs> <laughs> Probably a good choice. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with leg warmers on that one. <laughs> um, uh, the 80s had so much style. They did, but a lot of the style... I'm sorry, but the fashion was tacky. It was all about excess, like more you know, adding more and there is such thing as too much. And it yes. was all about too much accessories <laughs> in the 80s. This is oh true. But at yeah. the time, nobody knew that. <laughs> exactly. At the time, they loved it. They thought it was the best thing since sliced bread, you know? It's so true. <laughs> yeah. So what is your favorite catchphrase from the 80s? Is there a certain catchphrase that you love and that you maybe still use till this day? Or um, what do you think oh, of that? Oh, geez. Catchphrases. Um, well, I don't, I can't remember if this is actually from the 80s or the early 90s, but Back to the Future was my favorite absolute, like, movie. And then in the second one, he's like, roads, where we're going, we don't need roads. And that's like the best line I've ever heard in a movie. It's just so cool. Yeah, I agree with that. I loved, I loved Back to the Future and I feel like the sequel gets too much flack. I really think the sequel is just as good as the first. I love the second one. Um, I really yeah, do. they they work together. Like that's the whole thing about trilogies. Like you have to have that bridge, whether you like it or not. Which I love them all. Like I think they perfectly go together. I do too, and I even love the third one. A lot of people say it's the worst one, but I feel like you can't enjoy it fully without watching every single one. Like if you just watch one of them, you're like missing a vital piece of the puzzle. You know? Oh, exactly. And I love the third one, too. It's it's they're so good. Yeah, they're amazing. OK, so I guess I'll ask another question. <laughs> All right. So 
I love this back and forth. It's really awesome. <laughs> I do too. So it's obvious you put a lot of time into your competitions. And you said that they're like your babies before in previous podcasts. And I think you say that all the time because you're really proud of it, which is amazing. And you love the people you meet. And you make everyone feel welcome and appreciated. This is a testament to you as a person because you're an amazing person. And I just want you to know, and I'm sure everyone agrees with me, but you're super appreciated. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. And with that being said, how do you deal with the people that are unappreciative? Like they come in nagging or attacking with no cause. And I'm only asking because I've seen it happen in both the Star Wars competition and the 80s. And I just can't figure it out. Uh, okay, that's a great question. Um, my, my philosophy on life is, you know, to combat negativity with positivity. Because if you fight fire with fire, there's going to be no resolution. There's going to be no takeaway from, um, you know, some kind of disagreement that you have with someone. So what I do when I'm faced with like someone that's nagging or talking badly about me or the judges staff or the playlist or what have you, I try my best just to be positive about the situation and see what we can do to fix this or perhaps mm -hmm. just remind them that this competition is all about having fun and there's really no place for negativity, you know, in this competition. Yeah. And I would urge them to just focus on the positive. And even though they might not agree with the song choices, just, you know, do your best to try something new. You know, it's not going to be the end of the world if you try a song that, you know, challenges you and forces you to step outside of your box and do something new. So my advice is just, you know, um, just be happy, you know, and, and, and spread positivity and, and try not to inject so much negativity into a competition that our whole thing is to be positive and encourage and uplift one another. Exactly. This is a problem, not just within the competitions, but like in our whole country. I just wish people would get along and just love each other. Like that's, you're right. You're exactly right. We just need to be positive. Yeah, exactly. And my whole thing about it takes so much more energy to be hateful than it does just to be loving. Like to be loving is so easy to do. Like that's why I don't understand more uh, why more people aren't doing it. They would rather put so much energy into hating someone or hating an idea. Like I just don't understand that. I don't either. Yeah. I wish we were running the world, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, me too. What are you going to do? <laughs> exactly. Okay. Now I got lost. Did I, I asked you that, right? <laughs> yes, you did. That's okay. It happens. Um, my next one for you is what do you like to do in your free time when you're not working or doing the competition? Oh, do I have free time? Oh, let's see. Obviously no, I... you do because you play Dead by Daylight. I, I was That's true. Okay. That. that is true. I love that game, Dead by Daylight. I love video games. Um, I'm a big zombie culture fan. Um, I also love singing and playing guitar. I do a lot of theater. Um, and I also just love being outside running, especially in the woods. That's incredible. So you play an instrument. Uh, do you play guitar? Um, are, you yeah. pretty, are, you, are you good at it? Good enough where you can compose a song with it? Um, I have written a few songs, but like they're not amazing. Like I don't really feel like I'm the best at all. But um, I have, you know, I played for my church worship band. Um, I sing there too, but I just, I don't think I'm like super. I wouldn't be like putting it out there, and be like, hey, I wrote this. 
(laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. And just to talk about Dead by Daylight, they're doing an event right now. I don't know if they're doing that on the Nintendo Switch, but for the Xbox, it's a 20-day event where you get double blood points. So I'm taking advantage of that. I actually took... Yeah, I actually took a break from playing just to do this podcast with you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I was playing last night and I realized I played a couple of rounds because the kids had gone to bed. But I um I noticed I got a lot of extra blood points, but I wasn't paying attention to the event. So I'll have to check that out. Oh yeah. I, awesome. I've been working my way through the um challenge, the other challenge that was going on. Oh yeah, it's a, it's an addicting game. Like I've been oh, playing I love it for it so much. Yeah, I've been playing for years now. <laughs> I just played against the Wraith, and I hate the Wraith. He snuck up on me and grabbed me. <laughs> yeah, he's not he's not a good one. I I hate that one. You know who I love playing against the most because he just scares the shit out of me. Michael Myers, especially when he grabs you off of a generator. Oh my god! You never can hear him coming. That's oh the problem. Oh god, he's so <laughs> scary. One time I woke my husband up because I was playing in my room and I went. <laughs> and he came to my room and he said, are you okay? I was like, Michael Myers! <laughs> it's so true, though. Like, you can really freak yourself out by this game. It's it's amazing. Like, everybody's live. So it's really cool. I yeah. love it so much. Yeah, I really, really think awesome. you need to get a Switch so we can play together. I do have a Switch. I do oh, have but a you sw- don't have the game. You don't I do like, have a Switch. Yeah. Uh, how much is it in the store? Is it like 30 bucks? Because I know in the Xbox store, it's like $30, I think. Um, I think I got it when it was like on sale for 18 Oh, I'll look, in, I, I'll look into it. We, we sh- I'll definitely try playing it. But I just am a little weary about the controls because I know that the, the, the uh, Nintendo Switch controls are a lot different than the Xbox ones. Oh, true. Yeah, well, it's up to you. We'll, we'll figure that out later. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so back to the interview. If you could embody yourself as one song produced from the 80s, which would it be? Oh, before you said 80s, I was going to say John Lin- Lennon Imagine because it's all about oh. peace and it's all about peace and togetherness. So I'd go with that one. That um, is good. That is so difficult because mm, that's that's a great question. I should have like thought about these questions more. Um, (laughs) It's all good, (laughs) but a lot of a lot of songs had great messages, you know. Yeah, they were written so differently back then. They were, and a lot of them were. They uh, what I really love about the eighties is that they didn't take themselves too seriously. They knew how to have fun too, you know. Definitely. So that's that's what I really loved. With um, if I, <laughs> yeah, with those with that horrible fashion that they were sporting, um, you know, I think that I would have to go with a more fun and upbeat song because I consider myself very fun and upbeat. So I'm gonna go with "Dead or Alive." You spin me round like a record because oh, it's. Okay. It's just so fun, and and every time I hear it, I I can't be mad because it just puts me in a good mood. So I'm going to go with that one. (laughs) Good choice. You are very fun and upbeat. Yeah, so I'm going to go with that one. All right, perfect. Yeah, so for my next question for you is, um, what do you feel competitors focus on the least, and what do you wish they would do more of? Um, I think that competitors don't focus enough on making the song their own. So many times they get truly beautiful songs, but there's not enough original creativity. I think that if the singers put themselves out there a little more with something different, they'll get noticed. 
um, judges want to hear something that makes the song unique to that person. Like, we want something memorable. I'm thinking about, um, I think, last competition, Wigamondo. He always had some crazy backgrounds, and he did stuff that was out there, and he was always on the top square round. Also, Angel did this really cool song with this weird, I can't remember the name of the song, but it's like this weird mouth thing and it was almost like emo emo and it was like really cool and definitely not the way the song usually goes and that really put her at the top so i think doing something different not just pretty will really make you stand out yes definitely great advice and i think the song you were referring to about judge angel was madonna's music because she did like some yes that's the one growls and yes uh uh-huh she did like a metal she made she did like a heavy metal version so it's completely different she's like hey mr dj and i was like you go it was the best I said, yeah, I said, you go, girl. That's what I'm talking about, the creativity. And Wigamondo is very creative. Like, he always does things that are not of the norm, which is what I love because I feel like competitors that they're just, you know, they they just go, they just march to the beat of their own drum and do things in their style rather than doing things in you know that coincide with the song that they're doing and i just i love that because that's definitely going to score high in the creativity in my oh, definitely opinion. yeah so um oh, i think i asked the last question oh, okay. <laughs> i'm like just super confused okay. here. we get we get thrown all off. right so here's my next question we've been seeing a lot of people dropping out and I know some of it's because of the coronavirus and they're, they're worried and don't have a lot of time. But it's happened in other competitions, too. So there are so many people in the main room that it's probably easy for people that are not outgoing or super social to get lost in the chat sea, as I like to call it. Do you think it's important to reach out to other competitors or judges? Or do you think there's a correlation between dropping out and feeling lonely or unheard? Well, that's a great question. I think it's a little bit of both because what I think, what I feel it boils down to is their life situation. Like things come up, medical emergencies, family emergencies, um, work being too demanding to the point where they can't commit. But um, I feel like a large part of it has to do with time management and priority because no matter how busy you are, if you're really, if you're really, um, I can't find my words here. <laughs> <laughs> if if you're really serious about the comp, then you're gonna set aside, you know, a few minutes to get your mm-hmm. entries in and lay and you can work and you can work on your entry all throughout the week. Like you can have a schedule where you can do, you know, one layer one day and then add your next the other day and just like build it up into a finished product. But I don't have any animosity towards anybody that leaves. I mean, of course I get a little disappointed because I was like, Hey, I want you to stay in the comp, you know, but at this, but at the same time, I'm very understanding to everybody's situation and everyone's situation is unique. You know, not every situation is universal. So uh, everyone deals with something differently. So, um you know i just basically have that you know attitude where if they leave they leave and if they stay they stay and um i'm really grateful for everyone that stays in the comps you know and there are people that are faced with 
um, a lot of stressful situations and this is an outlet and a distraction and they choose to stay in it because of what's happening right now with the coronavirus and what's going on. They want to kind of turn their brain off for a few minutes and just forget about it and focus on the music, you know, and focus on something that is going to bring them positivity. So that's why I think a lot of people remain in the competition. Exactly. I agree 100%. Yeah. So um, what what is the most important factor when it comes to judging the entries, in your opinion? Is there something that you feel is very important that some competitors might overlook? What's your opinion on that? Um, I think that, well, for me as a judge, first of all, I want to make sure I'm super consistent. So I listen to all the songs and I set a standard for each category on the rubric. And I just make sure that I score each one according to that way. So it's fair and consistent. Um, but yeah, we want everybody to make sure that they're doing their technical, you know, technical sound and keys are right. But also to be creative, like I said earlier, just be creative and be calm. Yeah, exactly. And just, you know, don't don't do don't always take the easy way out on your entries, like just sing it and turn it in, because I feel like some competitors, they just they'll do their entry within they'll do their entry in like 10 minutes and you can tell you can tell they did it in 10 minutes because the end result you can tell that it was kind of um just done on a whim and not a lot of concentration was put into it or a lot of devotion because you can tell an entry apart from someone that spent the whole week on it and someone that spent like 20 minutes on it you can really tell exactly like when someone's got like 98 layers and the other person has like two when you're like, um, you can, you can really tell you're exactly right. Exactly. You can tell the effort that's put into them and it really makes all the difference in the world. Definitely. So another really important question of the day. Now I saw your video in Las Vegas of you karaoke it up, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if you were doing that again, but in the eighties and you had to wear some, well, even if it was now, but you had to be all an eighties get up. What, 80s object would you be wearing and why uh, that's a great question i probably would be wearing <laughs> say it <laughs> oh my god these questions just to make everybody laugh i would be sporting the leg warmers <laughs> all right <laughs> i thought you were yeah. gonna go the other way but all right <laughs> no and it's kind of chilly it's kind of chilly too so it might be good for warming up the legs a little bit this is true <laughs> yeah so i go with the leg warmers so um what in your opinion makes a consistent and worthwhile entry and what aspects should competitors add to ensure that they deliver a consistent and solid um, entry i hope i don't sound like a broken record here but i think honestly for a consistent entry competitors need to make sure that they're on key and their timing is as perfect as they can make it those are just the technical gimmies and if they want to stand out they need to be innovative and do something unique i've told everybody who's asked me for guidance that same thing and it's what makes you stand out is what's going to get you seen and that's what we all want when we're competing Exactly. And I love that word innovative. That is a very perfect word to describe what we're looking for. We want them to be innovative and, and creative. Exactly. Exactly. Stand out. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about the not so cool 
thing that happens in competitions, the eliminations. So <laughs> this next round, like some really good singers are going to be eliminated. Is that just how it goes? Like, can fantastic singers really go home before the end of the game? Or why does it happen? Well, it happens first and foremost because it's a competition. I mean, it's the name of the game. I mean, as much as I hate to do it, that's just how my competitions have always been. Of course, I have done. I have went the accum- uh, the cumulative round of um, route of doing competitions where nobody gets eliminated and we just accumulate points over time and i didn't like that because what i what i discovered is a lot of laziness and a lot of not trying hard because they knew they were safe Mm. when you have that like when you have that factor of impending doom it kind of lights a fire under your (laughs) ass and forces you to just do better because you don't want to be in the bottom and you don't want to be eliminated so that's why i love the eliminations and i love and hate them because i know people get sad because they want to they want to see what's coming up next round and they want to you know experience it to the end but unfortunately that's just not in the cards for some competitors but um you know that's just how it goes and um I've been doing the elimination since I started and I I really like them. But what we changed up is we used to do them where they would be in teams and um, it'd be like the the bottom two in each team would get eliminated usually. Uh, But we do overall now and we only use the teams for the judging purposes because that way we can, you know, have two judges judge 20, you know, per team. Um, and what I feel like the overall, I feel like the overall is better. Like your chances of making it to the end are higher with the overall because it just isn't your team that you're being scored against. You're being scored against every other team. So I feel like your chances are better that way with the overall elimination. That's my, that's All my right. opinion. Very good. Thank you. Um, my last question for you is what have you learned from competing and judging are there any um there any things that you've picked up that um you've implemented that you feel like you have um used that you didn't have before um i feel like i've learned a lot from the judging competing as a competitor i've learned a lot about layering and how to fill out a song um i've learned lots of creative techniques from the other judges and also fellow competitors it's not just about having a good voice. You have to do something unique with it. And I guess the most important thing is that I've learned that we're always still learning. So it's okay. Perfect. Love that. And my last question for you. What's next on the horizon? Any plans for future comps that I don't know about yet? Or maybe a new challenge idea? Well, there are actually a lot, a lot of new things I want to try with the 90s comp. And there are a lot of new things I want to do with the Disney comp. Like I was thinking instead of competitors being like in the same team, they rotate to other team names each week. And it's going to be kind of like travel around the Magic Kingdom. So like they might start at like a location from, you know, because how I always have team names, like they might start off in Pride Rock. And then the next week they'll be in Agrabah. And they'll just, you know, yeah, they'll just travel all around the Magic Kingdom. So that was one thing I was thinking of. Like they travel around the Magic Kingdom. And I was thinking of doing, implementing like a keys, like a keys. um, Like, I don't know if you're familiar with Kingdom Hearts. 
how, you know, the character has a key that he uses as a sword. And I was thinking that we could implement possibly collecting keys along the way and using them, cashing them in and maybe being, um, if you collect like a certain amount of keys, you'll be able to, um, escape elimination Ooh, uh for one week so awesome. like if you find yourself yeah if you find yourself in the bottom you could save that key until the semifinals, and then if you got eliminated you could cash in your key automatically and get yourself a seat to the final oh so my that was gosh one thing i am I like a hundred times more excited now and i was already excited yeah. <laughs> yeah that's that's one idea i was thinking of like doing the keys or like treasure chest i was thinking of doing something for peter well Pan. all disney movies are an adventure um, so like it's perfect exactly exactly so i really wanted to spice it up and change it up with uh yeah with the disney one and um before we go i wanted to play a quick little game with you this or that i'll give you two things to pick from and you just tell me what you what you prefer (laughs) (laughs) and then you and and then you can do it for me um so my first this or that for you is strawberry jelly or great strawberry Mm, awesome my next is chips or cookies Mm, yeah i agree my next one is skittles 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 for sure Mm. pepsi or coke 100 percent. okay we we disagree (laughs) on some of those uh wonder woman or black widow wonder woman i agree with that i thought you were gonna put supergirl (laughs) in there and i couldn't choose between wonder woman and supergirl well, that goes to my next one. <laughs> that goes to my next one. Batman or Superman? Superman. Okay, I disagree. I'm all about Batman. <laughs> and my last one, DC or Marvel? Um, it is really mean. hard. I've always been a DC person. I've read them since mm-hmm. I was little. And the movies suck, unfortunately. But the shows on the are really good at the CW. Yeah. So that's it for you. If you want to ask me some, that'd be great because I like this or that. They're always fun. You always learn, you know, the way people's preferences. Now I got to think of some stuff. All right. Um, Let's see. Potatoes or rice? Oh my gosh, that's so hard. Uh, Uh, Rice. All right. Ocean or lake? Oh, ocean because the waves are so relaxing. The sound of the ocean. I agree on that. ebooks or real books ah real books because when you buy them you want to smell them and you can't smell a damn electronic device true (laughs) um let's do you dc or marvel Oh my gosh. I'm going to go with DC because I do like a lot of the movies. I thought Wonder Woman was a huge step up for them and they're getting better. The Joker I really loved too. So they're getting better. They're finding their footing. Um, But also, I'm going to go with DC because Batman's my favorite superhero of all time, Wonder Woman a second, and it's nostalgic to me. I grew up more with DC because Marvel really wasn't making movies when I was little. It was more DC, like Batman, Batman Returns. Oh, those were more, see, you know, my yeah, childhood. Yeah, those were the good DC ones. I'm talking about the newer DC ones are not very good to me, I don't think, but but maybe. Which like ones, which ones new, did you I like? I like the old ones, like Batman, Batman Returns, and all of those ones from the 80s and 90s but these new ones i like the joker i didn't like any of the new ones hmm. i really love joker and i love the new harley quinn movie i thought it was really i did like awesome. the new wonder woman movie though that was fantastic 
Yeah, it was great. I loved it. We need to do a podcast about movies because I could talk about movies all damn For day. For sure. For sure. <laughs> yes. Well, this so, has been so fun. Jay, I would... It has, and I would like to thank you for taking time out of your day. I know that you're a teacher, and um, that is really commendable. Well, I really, ad- I really admire teachers because you guys have to have a large amount of patience. A little bit, a little bit there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and teachers have a lot of passion because they really believe what they do, what they do, and you know they have a passion for it. And I really admire well, that. Thank you so much. So I just, I just want to thank you for doing that, you know, in this time, and and you're doing things via like, uh, what do you use like your computer? Or yeah, your phone we're doing to, a lot of screen teach? recordings and webcamming and different stuff like that to keep in touch. So it's kind, of, it's so crazy. It's new to us, but like we're just going with it. That's really awesome. Well, I want to thank you for taking time out of your schedule and talking with me. I had a great I did time. Too. You did amazing. You did amazing. Thank by you the so way. much. And I really appreciate getting <laughs> to know you and having this opportunity. So thank you so much. Oh, likewise. And I'd like to do another one with you in the future. Sounds great. Anytime. So, I'll be um, here. Well, thank you for, for stopping by. I really appreciate it and hope to do another one in the future. Alrighty. Thank you so much. This has been Back to the 80s. I'm your host and creator, Vinny DePoo. Until next time, we'll see you guys.